0: Sunday morning memories are reminiscing rhapsodies. It's Rhyme and Reason 516. There's a rhyme and reason for your life. There's a rhyme and reason. Hey there, Tony here again. And I know that uh, the timing isn't always the way it's designed to be. So sometimes I share things on here that are for a particular day of the week. And you might not be listening to it on that particular day of the week, because there are some people on the other side of the world listening, tuning into the Rhyme and Reason podcast, who uh, it could be tomorrow already for them. So regardless of what day it is for me, it could be tomorrow for them. The reason I bring this up is this is one of those cases where uh, I'm talking about a particular day of the week, and this one is Sunday. And I've mentioned before in my reminiscing times about Sunday, how I just loved those bacon eggs and toast days at my grandparents' house, especially before we'd uh, get ready for church. And this was back when families still did most things together. Can you believe it? I know it was weird, right? So my, my Sunday morning memories include lots of family time, lots of together time. And it might seem a little naive, maybe a lot naive to a lot of people. But you know what? I take that as a compliment because I was naive back in those days. But I'm talking about the the definition in the dictionary that says naive says, uh, it says about naive that it's natural and unaffected, innocent. That's the definition of the word. There are other definitions, but I'm, I'm going to take that one because That's how I was when I was young, natural and unaffected and innocent. And, of course, uh, you know, I like that description of me. And I wish it described most people. But, uh, sadly, these days, the natural innocence of children is often lost before the first grade. And that's such a horrible, horrendous shame. Anyway, get back to the reminiscing here. After breakfast, back in those days... And before church, grandmother would—this uh, is after we we're dressed up, we we're ready to go, and we'd sit on the her couch. I remember for the longest time she had a sort of a red, velvety couch. It was the kind where you could rub your hands across it, and this, this sort of velvety green would uh, change— I mean, you could practically write your name in it, uh, the way it would lay down and stuff. It was weird, and uh, I mean, it's wonderful. It wasn't weird. I I had this other thought in my head, (laughs) how recently Joe Biden said things like, you know, being in the swimming pool and kids rub the hair on his legs and it would, uh, it's it's just weird. That's just weird. But oh man, was that a rabbit trail? Anyway, on those Sunday mornings, grandmother would read us uh, the funnies out of the local paper and she'd read them out loud to my brother and me and she'd pause to be sure we understood the humor when she'd get to the Whatever the punchline of the particular comic strip, and she would uh, she would teach me the words. I was older than my brother, so she'd kind of focused in on me because he was a little bit too young to pick up on you know learning the words and all that. I was probably four and a half at that time, four and a half to five, and. Her doing that for me helped me to be able to read long before I ever went to school. And uh, Anyway, so once it was time to go, I mean, after she's reading the the funnies to us and we went through all that, then uh, Granddaddy would go out and warm up the car, and then we'd all pile in and make that short drive to church. And I remember how most of the people in the church, uh, it seemed like they knew my grandmother. Most of them knew my grandmother, especially. My granddaddy was more quiet. And she was more, um, she was a church lady, we'll put it that way, as a Baptist church. So there'd be all those greetings and comments about the weather and, you know, how's your family, all that stuff. And then we'd go take our place in the pew, and the preacher would usually talk about the merits of heaven and the horrors of hell, and I'd sit there and wide-eyed wonder, you know, oh my goodness, he really seems uh, like he's serious about this. And... I would basically sit there looking forward to that stick of juicy fruit gum my grandmother would eventually fish fish out of her purse because, you know, little kids can get a little fidgety. And uh, I think if it hadn't been for the gum, I don't think my my brother would have even survived. He He would really get fidgety. I was more patient than he was. But it helped me a lot of times, too. And at the end of the sermon, the preacher—I don't know if you've ever been to a Baptist church— Uh, especially one from back then. This is way back when. But they would do what they call the call. And he'd say something like, With all heads bowed and all eyes closed, if you want to come to know Jesus as your personal Savior, come up here and pray with me. And sure enough, pretty much every time, I'd feel a little nudge in my ribs from my grandmother but I was strong. Yes, sir. I resisted every single time. She never got me to go up there. Never did it. Mm-mm. And after church, we'd all go back uh, to their place, to grandparents' place. And uh, it, it was a nice big Sunday afternoon lunch. I mean, it was usually fried chicken and potatoes and corn and bread and butter. And if things went the way I thought they should, mm-hmm, there'd be peach Cobbler too, oh, love peach cobbler. Remind me to tell you the story of the peach tree next to her house. That's pretty cool. Anyway, I wish more kids these days could experience those kind of Sunday mornings. You know, because I believe those kids would turn into caring, loving adults. I really believe they would. It's not guaranteed. It's not going to happen to everyone. And you know, if a nudge in the ribs from grandma would be the hardest part to endure. I believe most kids could take it. And I I think they'd have warm, fuzzy memories of those days for the rest of their lives. And why do I think that? Because here I am with warm, fuzzy memories of those. And I've had them for the rest of my life. And by the way, even though she never got me to go up in front of the church and talk to the pastor and, you know, do that whole answer the call. That never did happen. That's true. That never did happen. But... When I was 13, my grandmother visited my dad down in Texas. My parents' grandparents lived in Oklahoma, and they came down and visited my dad's house and the rest of us. And she took me into um, a separate room, I think it was in my parents' bedroom, and we talked for a while. And she asked me if I would like to give my, my, the, salvation of my soul, put it in the hands of my savior. And that's when I did. So I didn't have to go up in front of church, but you know, still got the job done. And, uh, it's so it's been a long time. And, uh, uh remind me to tell you how, the story of how my life went perfectly after that. Okay. <laughs> not true. Not true. Well, yeah, it was perfect. What What am, who am I kidding? Of course it was perfect. Anyway, Sunday morning, is not like the other mornings. Maybe most will never know the reason why. But I hope you find the fondest kind of memories when another Sunday morning has gone by. I hope you do. I hope you make some if you don't already have some. Till next time, this is Tony from TonyFundenberg.com where you can go over there and find that cool T-shirt that says Life Has Rhyme and Reason Because God Made You.